Thank you for watching and or listening to the best barbecue show. I am here in the truck of Eric Faust, the smoke trail, a local chef and cook. He's going to be our chauffeur as we do this road episode with uh, the man and the woman behind Heritage Barbecue. Uh, right behind me here is Danny Castillo, pop-up yeah. chef-driven small batch handcrafted smoked meats. He uses real wood fire to cook Central Texas, Central Texas style barbecue in Orange County, California. How's it going, Danny? I'm doing great. How you doing? And the boss lady, Miss Heritage Barbecue, pitmaster, chef, wife, mother, hardworking, fun-loving gal. How's it going, Brenda? How's it going? She's pretty outgoing. <laughs> uh, so we just went to Snows. Yes. yes, sir. How was it? Delicious. Fantastic. Uh, the best brisket we've had since we've been here so far. Amazing. This trip. And yep. pork steak. Delicious. Mm -hmm. I made a sandwich as always. Yeah, I'm, I'm really obsessed with the uh, sausages on this uh, this trip. Like <laughs> my quest for sausage has become very great. You guys, you guys ate all the sausage we got at um, at Snow, so that must have been good too. Yeah, turkey and sausage is something that we're working on right now, so we're trying uh, to eat a ton of it. Yeah. R and D. What uh, what do you think is the challenge to cooking turkey and sausage? Um, the turkey actually the very first time I've made turkey, Texas style turkey came out really well. So uh, that's not really holding a challenge. I think uh, probably holding it is something that I'm kind of concerned with. But it seems like everybody's doing a good job with it. And it's holding up. So. Yeah, that turkey Terry Blacks was nice and juicy. Yeah, it was. It was really juicy indeed i know even at franklin i'll see them kind of dip the you know the, I, don't, I don't i think it's oh, yeah. butter some, some people do some sort of jus or something yeah they'll like yeah. in the package for the turkey there's like uh they kind of save that juice and they get yeah. a little dip before they serve it very smart i think that's a i think that's a pro move that's a pro tip iq 1000 yeah <laughs> for sure so we are on a trip where are, are we? Where are we right now? Right now we're uh, we're on 77, kind of headed towards Rockdale. Rockdale. But Rockdale's tomorrow, so we're gonna cruise past that and go up to Waco. Yeah, we're going yeah, to Brits. Go. Right, right now we're going to Belton, to Miller's. Are we going to Belton right now? Yeah. Get okay. some desserts. Get some dessert. Mama Miller's specials. Mm -hmm. A lot of caffeine. Oh, I can't wait. Coffee. You know, like we we have a pretty great session with. Handcrafted coffee and the roasters back in Orange County. Yeah. Shout out to Bodie Leaf. Yes, my favorite. Bodie Leaf Coffee. They roast everything in house, and actually, um, it's well, it's our favorite place to have coffee. Ah, Rockdale. We're in Rockdale. We're just east of Rockdale, actually. Okay. Rockdale's right there. Okay. Bye, Rockdale. <laughs> Bye, Rockdale. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Blink and you'll miss it. Oh, that's right. I want to text Scott Moore and get some of those chili reino sausages. Oh, he's no, he's bringing him. He is. Yeah, that's his specialty that he's uh, doing. Will he bring me an extra six pounds just for myself? Uh, I'm sure. I, I want to pick his brain. I mean, I'm so glad talking about sausages. The man's gonna be down here, so I want to pick his sausage brain. <laughs> well, don't you think it's interesting how everyone just likes to? I don't like the the new thing in barbecue is just getting all your boys together and cooking. Yeah, I think that's. I think the more we do that, the better everything's going to get. It's a great community, and everybody loves to just moderate and share ideas, and it's 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 good. But I mean, you you rarely see a bunch of chefs going, "Hey, let's all cook together." Yeah, true. Yeah. Super fun. Uh, how's how's the rest of the food scene? I mean, I know California has always had amazing food scenes, but you know. Yeah, I think what are uh, eating? right now in California over the top is really in so you'll have you know um, unicorn donuts stuffed with uh, burgers you know uh, that's really hot right now is the smash burgers back in california uh, uh hot chicken obviously and well, that's your boy alvin too he loves those smash burgers oh yeah he's cooking them at all his restaurants okay you know the the um egg slut guy 
Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that and um, hot chicken. That's like the craze right now. Um, I don't know what's next. Uh, barbecue is still something that's really popular and it's becoming more popular and there's guys popping up every day. Just getting warmed up, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Danny, you guys are... Danny's current obsession right now, pho. Oh, yeah, pho is definitely... We're, we're in a pho tour every time, any chance he gets. <laughs> you know, I'm obsessed with pho, too. You had some of mine this morning. Yeah, it was fantastic. Thanks. Uh, very good. That was the Maddie Matheson recipe I've been playing with. Mm-hmm. That was great, yeah. I love that snow's brisket in there, too, man. 69 miles to Waco. There you go. Perfect. Shout out to the number 69. <laughs> This we episode got some, uh, of the this best barbecue brought show to brought to you by the, the number, number 69, 69. <laughs> the letter B, and the letter Q. We got those, uh, those got those Faust bagels too. Yeah, tell, tell us about trail. those bagels you made, Eric. Uh, first time making bagels. I don't think I told Daniel that though. Yeah, and excellent. The impression that I was a bagel wizard. Came out excellent. Thank you. A little rye flour in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Poached them in uh, water and barley malt syrup gave them a real nice crust and nice small crumb a little chewy yeah crunchy i think you're gonna crisp them up tomorrow yeah yeah eric was kind enough to offer his assistance he said hey man if there's anything that you need just let me know and i figured hey why not have a new yorker make a bagel right makes sense just made sense to me texas (laughs) you know the water might have a little something to do with it i gotta be honest the water the water. The water. <laughs> the water. Is that how I sound? Yeah. So we're gonna do this. Uh, our dish that we're gonna do is uh, it's gonna be a pastrami rub salmon, and uh, I've done it before back home. So uh, we're gonna do like this uh, everything bagel, uh, whipped goat cheese uh, with it, and then Eric made the the bagels for it, and I think we're gonna cook those over some open flame to get them a little toasty. And uh, figure it out from there. Well, and you guys are on the coast, so you must see—you must have all kinds of ideas for, uh, uh, you know, seafood and smoke, because that's not really something you see in Texas. Because we're all landlocked, we, we ain't got no good seafood down here. Yeah, I figured um, I wanted to do something. I mean, everybody, everybody was doing smoked meats, and and every, no, there wasn't any seafood on the menu, so I figured might as well do something with seafood i mean we're from california um the salmon is actually from schooner bay which is off victoria canada and um some it's actually uh they're james beard purveyor so they uh they don't mess around and they're you know up there sushi grade stuff really good we got two two king salmons coming 16 pounders each um they've been gutted but uh can we like eat it raw yeah absolutely um we're, we're going to fabricate them there, so we'll cut them into fillets. And then I think I'm going to keep them whole. I'm not going to... Well, I'm going to cut the fillets off, but I'm not going to cut them into portions. I'll probably just smoke them like that. Just very, very very light smoke. More of a cold smoke on that. I'm going to steal some of that skin and throw it into uh, John Brotherton's tallow fr- fryer. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a whole fryer he's bringing. It's going to be all tallow. Yeah, we're going to have the commas, too. So hopefully Eric throws it together a little... Yeah. A little, a little sauce. Just make sure you take the scales off the skin before you throw it in there. I, th- I think they actually, uh, they're, it's descaled already. Nice. Yeah, and gutted, so it'll make it a little easier. And Owen wants fish guts. Fish guts. That's going to be a treat to eat. It is. It's going to be my first time having salmon from up there. Nice. Yeah, that'll be kind of like a little Japanese little take on that, huh, with the commas. Ponzu sauce. Yeah, yeah. ponzu. What, what, what makes a ponzu sauce? Uh, soy sauce, some kind of acid, citrus, something. Citrus like. of some yeah. variety. Like Cali blotter or what? Use yuzu a lot. Yuzu, uh, yeah. I, I prefer. Y'all get like, yuzus out here? Y'all get yuzus? You can like get bottles of yuzu. Ah. Uh, it's every once in a while, and citrus season comes around in the winter. You'll uh-huh. like, Central Market will get um a little bit of. Oh, that's right. Well, we have citrus growing all year round back in California. Yep. You guys mi- think a lot of people would equate wintertime and citrus being the season, but... Do they grow avocados out here in Texas? No, not so. at all? No. Don't do well, huh? Mexico. Mexico, for sure, yeah. 
Uh, you guys missed my joke. What he was said, it? He said soy sauce on a little acid, and I said, what, Cali Blotter? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> right over my head. I, I, I was, the timing was off. That's my I bad. Guess so. that I hope everyone it. listening got to hear that twice. <laughs> I think they did. Uh... So we're in the country, just kind of enjoying the view. You guys, uh, you guys get out of town much, or are you always kind of uh, working? Our, our out of town does not look like this. No, we're passing by fields of cows. You know and what? And it's gorgeous, but we don't there, have anything like this. There is some parts of Orange County uh, when you get up into the mountain area, like they call it the Cleveland National Forest, where they have cabins up there that look like Big Bear. I'm no, I don't know if you guys ever been to Big Bear before. It's a uh, it's up by Lake Arrowhead. It's in, it's in California. It's, it snows up there a lot. Um, so it is like what, more of like a forest than a countryside. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's still not like this. It's not like this. No, this is, it's, it's interesting to see oh, this, this much space. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, a- after you guys get the restaurant all settled, you can invest in a ranch in uh, Texas. So, you know, what's really cool about that the city of uh, San Juan Capistrano is really a cowboy town um they actually do uh i think pbr there's a rodeo that that they do right off ortega highway um a lot of cowboys and ranches too so it's kind of a perfect place to have barbecue out there people to sneak away you gonna do pop-ups or anything out there uh we're gonna do a couple pop-ups uh we have one coming up that's going to be in san Clemente, which is a beach town which is right south of where we're going to be uh but yeah we have a pretty good following people down there mm-hmm. is that is that where the harper boys are from the harper boys uh their restaurant is actually going to be opening in costa mesa which is pretty close to where our restaurant will be opening and their shop is in huntington beach but they're all from down there they're from newport south orange county they seem like some cowboys yeah, dude. Uh, Drew um, is, a, is a hunter, <laughs> and uh, BJ, you know, he he hunts too, and they fish. You know, they're they're good old boys, man. They're uh, they're polite they're, wild ones. They are very <laughs> great so guys. Polite. They are, and they um, you know, they definitely have that country, you know, spirit inside of them for sure. I I definitely got called yes sir by one of them. I don't think oh, it was yeah. Drew. Yeah. That that like, Drew. He, that's him. Uh, I was just like, who are you? I thought I was in California. Don't people talk shit well, out here? See, no, well, that, BJ that's, does that too, though. Yeah. They're, that, they're both polite. The thing about it is, is when you come out this way, um, you know, you, people will look at you when you walk down the street. I don't know, maybe in some parts of Austin, uh, out here in the countryside, it seems to be folks are a lot more polite, have a little bit more manners. There's people like that everywhere. It's just how you're raised. But in California, you know. It's not really like that, but <laughs> you guys raise your kids to be real. Uh, we do our best. We do our best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our daughter, she's already a little older. Uh, our son, we could definitely work on him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we still have time. Do uh, are you like the favorite of the the parents group because you guys cook the dank food? I mean, uh, no. No, they don't all. <laughs> they're not all like at the parent teacher conferences like. You guys bring some brisket with you? The, well, they, they know, know they know who we are. Yeah, they yeah. do know. And actually, they can't wait till we go to San Juan Capuchano. A lot of them live over there. There, so many people. Even our pop-ups are saying like, "We can't wait till you guys are over there." <laughs> like, we drive all the way over here, and we live over there. So it's it's great feedback for us, even though we're not even there yet. It's, it's encouragement. Yeah, they're waiting for us. Everybody tells us tells us that all the time. There's not some like retired actors or someone that are like jealous because y'all have more views on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. It's a, in Orange County is, is, is almost like another state from Los Angeles and uh, things move very, they, they move a lot slower in Orange County than they do in LA. And, uh, it's the orange curtain. If you really, yeah, they, there's an old saying, they say the orange curtain because uh, a lot of folks from Orange County don't go to Los Angeles and kind of vice versa. Well, that's, that's me and Danny. I grew up Orange County. He grew up in LA County and we really never crossed over. Well, I, I cross lines all the time. Well, you must have defined her. Yeah, He's yeah, I cross number. lines all the time. <laughs> yeah. I never went over there until I was with him. But definitely a place that you would want to make it, uh, you know, to get some sort of popularity would be L.A. than Orange County. So how did y'all meet? Uh, I'll, his, I'll let her talk about that. 
Just I want to see how much she actually says wow. that's true. His his <laughs> uh, cousin was dating my best friend at the time, and um, yeah, that's that's how we met. It was I was 15, and he was 18, and now going on 37 and 40. Yeah. So Amazing. 22 years. Yeah, I liked I liked girls growing up, so. When I, I asked uh, you know, all my cousins, my whole family's from the Westminster area in Orange County. So when I would come down from from Whittier, I would, uh, you know, ask, hey, man, you know, like introduce me to some girls. I need to I need to find some people down here, you know, some. So uh, my cousin uh, Carlos actually said, well, I know this this chick down the street. You know, she's she's pretty cool. If you want to go down there, I'll introduce you to her. And then I had a car. Yeah. And uh, so I go, all right, let's go right now. So. He jumped in the car with me, and we drove over to her house, which is a couple streets away. And we didn't hit it off. We yeah, we didn't hit it off. Actually, we didn't hit it off a few times. Yeah. Do you remember what he what he said or the interaction? I was like, "Yo, what's yeah. up, girl?" I was like, "Hi." Like you know, stupid. Kids it was awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, at least I had the the guts to go over there and say hi. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Here you are. Forty four farms. Oh yeah, we're we're passing forty four farms. Nice. It's a great place to get some beef cheeks. I do love cheeks. Among other parts. <laughs> there it is. Especially beef cheeks. Historical marker. Nice. Forty four farms. Looks closed. Now I could say I went to forty four farms. Or drove right past it. Drove right past it. <laughs> the lovely countryside of Texas. Isn't it? Now actually, look at this. This is gorgeous. You only have you done any road trip? podcasts before yes uh yeah i've done a few nice. uh the most popular is brendan the one lamb. i did with brendan lamb yeah, yeah the, i heard that one the mad dash to mississippi that's when you guys picked up like refrigerators and warmers and stuff yeah like that. uh um brad orison the angel that he is just like gave brendan fucking 10 grand and restaurant equipment for free because he just had it like in a in a forest he has like container ships full of Alta shams and all kinds of stuff. Wow. You know, when I first started doing barbecue, uh, I, st- I found out about your show just probably by accident. And, uh, you know, a couple years later, look at me. There you go, dude. You're on I'm the show. I'm on your show. You came up. Came up. Started from the bottom now. Yeah. The Ant- now I'm on the show, Anthony Bourdain of barbecue. There you go. We're traveling. When I wake up in the morning, all I want to smell is smoke. Well, remember when we came last November and when our plane landed, you only was like, "Hey, I'm going to this restaurant opening." Oh yeah. And like we didn't even know you. And you're oh yeah. Yeah, you invited us. us. Yeah, that was really you. cool. I remember like, that. We went we to uh, we went to Slab. Yeah, yeah. The, the the Austin Slab. The Austin Slab, yeah. yeah. Where they do uh, nachos and shit. I love yeah, you're that. like, hey, we're going to this free thing over there. You got you want to go? That, uh, <laughs> I'm like, fuck smoke, yeah, let's go. Ma- the smoked mac and cheese. That was. Oh yeah, the smoked mac was good there. Yeah. And they did uh, beer pairings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, those guys, those guys know what they're doing. You know, they they don't always get that much attention because it's sure. more like burgers and sandwiches. Yeah. And, you know, so it's not like you, you don't really go there and get the platter. Right. But they're bombed. Snack on they're, some stuff. They're on Triple D. Twice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you watch the most recent one, you can see me eating one of the sandwiches. Really? Yeah. I, they invited me to do that, too. That's great, man. Well, people don't realize that stuff's happening all the time, and mm-hmm. a lot of times everyone's too busy to go with me. You'd really? think I'd have a, a truckload of people going to snows with me every Saturday, oh, but sometimes I go by myself. Have. Yeah. So when you guys were like, we're coming, I was like, well, here, I got something to do. So you were down, so we went. Yeah, I'm always, always down. down yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why, you're, that's why you get on the show, because <laughs> you fucking hang out. <laughs> people yeah. are surprised, like... Half the reason I do the show is because it gives me a certain level of availability and spontaneity. And when you have that, you can... I mean, like, I went to Red Dirt without a ticket. I just knew someone would help me get in sure. when I got there. Yeah. Same, Almost the same thing with the food bowl. I had the tickets to go to California before I had the ticket to get in. I think, well, I think you're somewhat considered uh, industry, right? So it just yeah, kind of makes sense. It. Yeah. I'm trying to cover... Uh, well, I... You know, I, I I don't take lightly the access that everyone gives me, so I, I'm grateful for oh, it. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, when we went to Food Bowl, and that was because of 
Moosecraft and uh, and Bert. Yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that got us in, and you know we're grateful to be able to be a part of that just through them. Yeah, it's fun. So, and we do you know the same for them, you know. Dude, and now you're the guy from California that guys in Texas are calling up to come in and represent California. It's awesome, dude. That's, this yeah. is a great event that's going on tomorrow. Yeah, it is. You're in good company with these guys tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to, hopefully I don't uh, annoy anybody by asking too many questions. <laughs> Everybody that's going to be there is going to be so awesome. Yeah. Should be a fun time. Definitely. One of, one of my favorite stories uh, from the beginning of the summer is when Cody from Hoodoo Brown, like, I thought he was going to cry because he was so happy that he could sit around and talk barbecue and no one got tired of it. <laughs> you know, in Connecticut, it's just like, it's him and Chris. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, you know, he, he if he's out talk, trying to talk barbecue with people that don't care, they're just like, why do you want to talk about barbecue all the time? I'm coming up there, Cody. We'll talk barbecue all day long. Nice. I can't wait. Uh, and it, it's just so cool that these dudes, you know, the Texas is the place to come because no one cares. You can ask them all the questions. I mean, you might get some weird answers, you know. You, you, can, yeah. you can shout back out to that Red Dirt episode with Goldies if you want to hear some th- weird barbecue ideas. I think I'm talking to more guys that kind of work in the pit room out here and, and some of the guys that are not, that are not the owners. Yeah. I seem to get along a lot more Whoa, bumps with, uh, with those guys. Um, like, you know, like a Joe Yim. Like yesterday, I gabbed his head off for about an hour and sometimes you know you don't know if guys want to talk shop all the time but he's he loves to talk about that's one dude that really loves to talk about barbecue you can hit joe up at two in the morning and yeah talk to you for an yeah hour. yeah i know there's been nights where he was at, at at truth or or terry blacks where he was in between things and he just like had a minute and he would he would answer my questions you know so he's talked me through some uh some you know problems i was having with certain things and you know when you do barbecue on a production scale where you know you're doing you know 20 briskets and 20 racks of pork ribs and and whatever else you know it's it's a little bit more difficult to be able to get that you know well and and on quality on a on like the idea of scale yeah a lot of people have cooked a lot of barbecue but i think there have been points in the last couple years where joe yim cooked more bar like more briskets in one day than like anyone else yeah because he just he'll he'll like go work you know he's working at Leroy and Lewis now he'll go work there and then go to uh, Terry Blacks and just hang out and watch them cook yeah he just like wants to be around it yeah yeah that's that's great you know I, I really want to bring Joe out hopefully he agrees it sounds like he's, he wants to come out you know to help us uh, do some consulting on the restaurant um, in the first uh you know, a few weeks or month that we're open. Um, cause that's somebody I think that, you know, working at Terry Black's and, uh, and truth, you know, he, he knows all about production. So, well, yeah. And he, he understands the systems and the stuff you have to put in place to put right. out a ton of food because it's not always, you know, I, I talk a lot about how many briskets places cook, but they're also cooking beef ribs, yeah, pork ribs, sausage, or cooking all that stuff. Turkey on those same pits, turkeys, pulled pork. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Terry Blacks doesn't have pulled pork, do they? I uh, no, I don't think so. That's coming. Truth does though, right? Yeah, truth does. That the the pulled pork goes back and forth. It's really interesting to watch. I think it has to do with the price sometimes. Mm. Some places will throw it on the menu, but on top of that. Uh, you know, sausage is starting to become the the thing. Everyone's really not only cooking more sausage, but stepping up their game. You guys were powwowing a little bit about sausage, huh? Yeah, sausage is something that uh, that is is an art, and it's uh, something that's if you don't have any help with it, you know, you could look up YouTube and you could look on uh, Reddit, and and there's a specific type of sausage, you know, a fresh sausage that you have to make for barbecue, for smoking. Um, you know, you'll find recipes online for, you know, fresh sausage that you would saute or you'd roast in the oven or, you know, you could break apart um, or even cure. But there's not a lot of recipes out there from start to finish for, you know, sausage that you're going to make to smoke. 
it's elusive. Like yeah, Texas and it, sausage it's, is super elusive. Absolutely. And, yeah, you know, no, and nobody German really style. wants to talk about it. No. <laughs> Unless no. you take a class, right? Unless you take a class. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dylan. Well, and it, even with barbecue being so widespread, Texas barbecue being so widespread at this point, there is still so much mystery and nuance to cooking it. Yeah. And you have to, there, there's no, you know, Aaron Franklin wrote a book, but that's not necessarily the book. Right. And if you want to cook brisket, that's going to get you, if you want to cook barbecue in general, the, you know, those books, the YouTube videos, they'll get you 80, 90% there. Yeah. But that last bit. Sausage making is just one of those things. I think it's great to have a recipe to go off of, but you just got to jump in and start doing it and screw it up once or twice, whatever. And it's so versatile that you can make once you have a good base sausage down the flavor combinations that you can put yeah. into this are almost endless uh, and uh, if there's Rick like Walt did a baked potato everything baked wow. potato sausage the other day that looked awesome like as clever as you can get is you know yeah if you're going to do something like that you, it ha- to me it has to actually taste like your like you know it, like your description it's better taste that way you know, because you could throw whatever shit you want into a sausage and call it whatever you want, but it's got to be able to taste like it. Well, was there actual potatoes in that? So they put potatoes in it? What it looked like. What else? Uh, bacon, bacon, cheddar. I, I Somebody did like a breakfast burrito sausage once, too. I think I remember seeing that it had like eggs and bacon in there. They put little pieces of tortillas in it? Something like that, yeah. That sounds I good. I don't you remember did a who it was. Pie sausage. Yeah, we did a Frito pie sausage. Uh, Were the Fritos crunchy? No, they weren't. That would have been that would have been great. No, there was no way to to keep it. I don't know. Interstellar, I think he puts corn in his Frito pie sausage. He did what? Puts corn. Yeah, that's what we did too. It's we put good. corn in there. That's a delicious. Sausage. Very interesting looking after you put the corn in it. Let me tell you. I want to know how the guys that have you had one of those like summer sl- summer slammers breakfast slammers What's that? the the south side guys they do it's like a sausage with a stuffed cheese stuffed jalapeno inside of it mm. and i don't even know how they like get that into a casing yeah probably very delicately delicately <laughs> yeah well they have a whole factory in there man they got their uh their grinders go into bins so big they have like lifts to dump them wow. oh wow uh yeah, you'd like. I think you'd like Brian and Nick, the guys that run it over there on, in Elgin. If we pass through there, maybe we can stop by. Yeah, a lot of uh, sausage isn't really big in California. Um, it's just so it's hasn't really caught on yet. Yeah, you all sell sausage though, right? Yeah, we sell sausage. Um, sometimes we really gotta kind of push it on people and even cut some samples off and hand them out. So hey, check this out, you know, so they can see they want they. Usually, if you see a lot of cheese dripping out of it or something, that's something that they want to see, you know. Because it's, it's different. I'm not a big sausage fan, you know, not to toot on horn, but I, I love when he makes it. Cause she loves my sausage. I do. I've loved it for 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love y'all's sense of humor, too. We have Thank a lot you. of fun going around. Yeah, this is nothing. This is uh, PG. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is podcast. Yeah. Podcast grade, PG. X, absolutely. Uh, but do you think it's like kind of the like lips asses and elbows like the whole hot dog <laughs> yeah kind of thing that that's what people are thinking that yeah it's... for sure yeah um unfortunately we don't have any lips or assholes to throw in a <laughs> in our sausage uh, otherwise i would otherwise it, that's all it would be yes it would be all lips and assholes <laughs> yeah i mean well, it is going through your lips and coming out your asshole so it'll be there eventually Mr. Faust, do you have anything to add? <laughs> I got nothing for that. <laughs> I, uh, don't you think making some videos or something, showing kind of how you, I, I think it's the, I think sausage is really, truly something that Californians could jump onto because yeah. you're, you're, you're taking, you know, you're making sure you're not wasting anything. Well, we, you know, we always show the process. Uh, I think that, I, you know, it's kind of funny is when the days that we do show uh, leading up to the pop-up of us making sausage, 
I have people that say, I just want to grab a couple sausages just because I saw you making them. Because, you know, most of the time they probably think that we're buying them in the store or something like that. And it's, it's something that we would never do. No. Right. They think it's an afterthought. Yeah. Just throw it on the. Yeah. Just throw it on there. Here's some filler. It's kind of cheaper. But, you know, that's not it. There's it takes us when we go to the kitchen when we prep all of our meat, we fabricate all our briskets and and our you know pork ribs and whatnot. Um, it takes about you know, three to four hours for us to make sausage, about 50 pounds of sausage, which yeah. will probably get faster the more we go. But uh, let me tell you, it is not easy. It's, that it's not easy. Yes. Sausage. You got to get one of the ones with the foot pedals, right? Yeah, that'll that'll come sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how much sausages are you making, cranking it by hand? Yeah, we're doing about 50 pounds right now. <laughs> if we're doing if we do about 20 briskets with the trimmings and uh, I use some of the trimmings from the pork ribs the way I fabricate the the pork ribs in the shape that I do you know mm-hmm. we always have a lot of extra little pieces that we can throw in there sausage so we do a beef and pork sausage wait like mixed a blend. together yeah or? a blend yeah. gotcha yeah almost everyone does a blend I mean a pork is where the flavor's at so in my the, opinion uh, that chili relleno sausage is all beef that we're gonna have tomorrow I'm oh, excited about that beautiful and it's like like the juice a lot of times will come out clear or like a little colored from oh, a sausage. Yeah. The juice that comes out of that is like technicolor because all the spices really? in it. Huh. So good. I actually have not been to Tejas yet, so. Nice. Yeah, the last time I ate one of those was with Eric. You're in for a treat. It's Great. I'm glad. The sausages out there right now. Uh, I, I hear it's like one of the best sausages steak. to have, so. John at Interstellar, uh, his jalapeno cheddar uh, rivals. I know everyone does a jalapeno cheddar or whatever, but that jalapeno cheddar, uh, it, the, the flavor of the jalapeno that he gets into there without having the crazy burn is unbelievable. Um, and it reminds me of the chili relleno sausage at Tejas. Oh, nice. Uh, so probably, do they roast the jalapenos for that, or are they fresh he jalapenos? He sautés them. I think he sautés them. Uh, them up a little bit, mm-hmm. and throws them in the mix, and just gets such great flavor into there. And uh, you know, spice doesn't always hold up well with me in my yeah. gut, uh, but I really enjoy the flavor of the jalapeno. So it's really nice to be able to eat that and not have it just kill me. Um, it's a treat. It's in Austin. I don't have to go all the way to Houston to get it. But I would drive all the way to Houston just for that chili wow. sausage. That yeah, good. I really like the jalapeno cheddar at Terry Black's. They're pretty tasty. I love good the sausage. texture. Um, they have it down. It's a great sausage. How about you, Yoni? Have you ever made sausage before? No. Uh, I helped make that bologna I did for the pop-ups. Ah. Uh, and I kind of learned about the sausage maker, but... A lot of emulsifying, huh? Oh, yeah. The, they have at the butcher shop in Austin, Salt and Time, they have an actual, it's like a giant Roboku, but it's all metal. And they turn that meat into a paste almost. It's awesome. Yeah. You put it in a toothpaste tube. It's like 50 horsepower, that thing. Yeah. Would you, would you brush your teeth with it? There's a name for it. I'm trying to think of what it's called. You know what it's called here? Roboku? No. It's like a big Roboku that like has like all, it's like a metal tub. It's not an emulsifier? Uh, yeah, it's an emulsifier, but I don't know what it's called. There's some crazy name for it, like a Jack Reynolds or something. Yeah, at the kitchen we have a big, um, it's a mixer grinder built into one. Nice. And uh, before, you know, like when I first started making sausage, we just used the KitchenAid with the little attachment and have like a little five liter stuffer. Yeah. You know, back when we were doing like. The, the home pop-ups and all that but yeah 10 sausages at a time yeah like this machine that we're using at the kitchen now um it's like a ten thousand dollar machine you know so like i would love to have one of those someday but you know we're gonna have to save up a little bit before we can get something like that and it takes up a lot of room too yeah it's a big guy and you and it's a it's kind of a pain in the ass to clean yes well <laughs> oh, he would know nothing about that i can speak to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are an excellent cleaner brenda well i wouldn't say that but that's my expertise. It is. Hey, it takes a team, right? 
That's right. right. One, no one job is, is more important than the other. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yes. Say that again, Yoni. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like to do that. You know, when I was working in Kyle's truck, the first thing I did was come in and uh, take care of all the dishes. And they were like, you can work here anytime you want. Oh, man, you know, that's you can make great relationships with anybody by just helping clean up. Yeah. Like, you know, you see a piece of trash on a floor in somebody's restaurant, you pick it up, throw it away. Well, you know? so uh, this is, this gives into my other industry, which is real estate. But one of the one of the old school tactics I learned from a lot of old, old timers. One of the old school tactics is when you go to sell a house, you always meet in the kitchen. Even if you like, mm-hmm. oh, well, our dining room table, you're like, no, because the kitchen's like the heart of the home. Right. Sure. That's where you really spend your time. Yeah. yeah. And so I'd go in there and they're like, oh, but our kitchen's a mess. I'm like, OK. And I like in my suit and everything, I'd start doing their dishes, cleaning up, making us a space. And it's uh, it's like an old sales tactic. But I love I love doing it because it's like it shows people like, oh, this guy's willing to, to really work. We like invite Yoni over to our I house. Know. Yeah. Oh, if you guys washed. are cooking, I'll co- I, I'll get your kitchen clean. Yeah, man. You know what? Clean you got my kitchen. You got to come down and have some of our barbecue. Oh, I'm, I, if if not before the opening, definitely when when the opening happens. Uh, I'm trying to work on some Southwest frequent flyer miles. There you go. <laughs> uh, that, just ride just, your bike, man. Yeah, that that's a good idea too. I mean, it's just at this point, it's just so cheap. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, gas over here right now. I'm seeing signs like that's two like bucks? two something, but back home it's like. Five. Five dollars. Yeah. It's like five bucks. That's because yeah. we make it. We make the gas. You guys buy it. It doesn't have to travel for That's nuts. And everywhere you look, you see a, a propane tank smoking out here. Everybody's yard's got one. Everybody's yard has a smoker in it. That's crazy. Right. Sorry if you keep hearing me grunt with the bumps, and you ladies know when you're sitting in the back seat. <laughs> we have a little, uh. Uh. <laughs> All the single ladies. <laughs> Well, so tell us more about the time you spent. You know, we didn't really talk that much after you worked at Brett's. So you you have some intimate knowledge of Rockdale and cooking Texas barbecue. You didn't just figure it all out on the West Coast. Um, no, but what was uh, reassuring, it was that last trip working with Brett was really reassuring. Uh, the stuff that I've learned back home was things uh, off, you know, YouTube and reading blogs and you know barbecue you know whatever anything that had to do with barbecue i read it books um so to be able to see what i was doing was somewhat you know 80 to 90 percent and then some things i was like well you know i really don't even have to you know think so hard i don't have to just you know just kind of let it do its thing and make sure my fire's burning and it's not too hot it's not too cold and just kind of trust that you know keeping that fire consistent was something that I had been doing and seems to be working. Um, but yeah, the production side of things, it, the production side is what I'm really curious about right now. Um, holding stuff, um, you know, uh, schedules, cooking schedules and that sort of thing is what I'm really focusing on right now. Well, because uh, with the restaurant, you're going to be have a little longer hours than just till sold out, right? Well, it's still going to be till sold out. Uh, we're going to have two 1,000-gallon pits. Uh, Drew uh, from Harper Barbecue is actually building them for us. Woo-hoo. But uh, he, uh, we're only having, we're only going to have two pits, so there's only so much barbecue you can make, you know. So um, we're we're going to start off with kind of a smaller smaller crew and, and kind of just figure out, you know, what we're doing from there. So. Um, but still, you know, I figure we could be open from 11 till about, I'm guessing about 6 PM. That's what I'm guessing. Unless it just turns into a shit show where like, you know, we can't, was that a smoker? That was a smoker yeah. on a trailer, huh? I just spotted that too. Oh, was that Rossler? Was that Rossler? Yeah. Cause uh, he looked has, like the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he just got a, got a new F 250. Yeah. That was what but it was. He put a tarp over it or something, huh? He's, he's, he's on his way to Brett's. Yeah, is this the same way you would drive towards Round Rock? I think that's where he lives, right? Round uh, Rock? He's where? Oh, yeah, this is definitely the way to Fort Hood. Okay, so that was him then. That's funny. Shout out. Shout out to Rosslers. We got buzzed. Blue cord. He has no idea. We got fanboyed yeah. right now. He may never know. <laughs> <laughs> he may never know. But but don't you think that's, I mean, is that, would you say that's the state of things in on the West Coast too, where 
people can spot pits from, you know. I think if they know what they are, they'll know what they are. I've had people saying, hey, man, uh, you tar roofs? Like, some people think that we're, uh, it's like a big tar tank or something. Like, what's that, a bomb? Yeah, some people think, oh, man, you know, it's kind of. It's really rare in California, especially when we're driving. People just gawk and stare at it like, what in the world? Guys that know what it is, they know they'll. They'll make down the the rolling window thing, like people still roll down windows, you know. <laughs> like people still oh, have, trying to hear it running yeah, or something. You no, know, people still have cranks on their windows, and then I'm like, yes, that's a nice smoker you got, man. Thanks. <laughs> well, two. Yeah, <laughs> no, no gray poupon. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> but yeah, uh, West Coast is is ready for barbecue, man. Um, you know, I think uh, we have some really great people doing barbecue spread out along, you know, California. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think San Diego needs somebody down there. And I, there, there might, you know, and I know that there's some guys that are doing pop-ups down there, but uh, a restaurant, a barbecue restaurant in San Diego would do excellent, I think. Uh, there's a lot of people down there, and there's a huge beer culture. Heritage, too, sounds like it needs to be down there. <laughs> and there's a lot of breweries. A lot of breweries. And we've actually been invited uh, to do cooks in San Diego. But, you know, we don't really leave Orange County. We don't do really stuff outside of our county. Um, we just did a wedding down there. We did do one. No, but that was still, uh, or what was that? That was Escondido. Escondido. Well, if you get 2,000 gallons for the restaurant, just make sure you got some guys you trust in there and you can be driving the old pit around doing whatever you want yeah i uh i think that's going to be a little bit of time before that happens but definitely we would love to be able to do that i want to have another pit built just for catering hell yeah um you should get one of those fatties where it's like as long as a 500 but holds as much as a thousand (laughs) i like those little short uh what was that bomb called fat boy yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, the atomic bomb. Yeah. I think uh, Drew has Short a tank like that. Out. It's, like, super wide. Um, you almost meet, want to put doors on both sides of it, like, you know, and to be able yeah. to reach something, you'd have to go to the other side and open the other doors. Yeah, like yeah, the one that snows, yeah. exactly. I love those pits. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, uh, everybody's waiting for us to open the restaurant as far as, you know, all the, the folks that go to our pop-ups and... We got a lot of support from them down there, and uh, and the area that we're going to be in is kind of more of a little cowboy town. Uh, Gorgeous town for Orange County. Yeah. Is that where you get all your hats from? Uh, no, that is not. I get I get all my hats from the mall actually. From the mall. So, from I'm just I'm mall. just kidding. I don't get them. They're all usually vintage. Yeah. Well, you were with me when I bought a hat, man. Oh yeah, that's right. Was that well, you Stet- loaded up last was time that you were here. St- was that a Stetson store we went to? I don't remember. Uh, that I, that was either Cavenders or Callahan's, right? Yeah. And you did you get some Carhartts while we were there too? Uh, you had to get some stuff because you didn't have any cold weather stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Cold. I got some uh, Carhartt uh, overalls. So yeah, you can't get stuff like that back home. Not even in the cowboy towns. Uh, no, not in the cowboy towns. I mean, uh, our cowboy towns. There I don't are know not where cowboy towns here. Well, no, you know, they're they're still wear, they still wear uh, cowboy hats and cowboy boots, but you know, I think that they're just going to like boot barn or something like that. Or gotcha. Yeah. So they're not really riding horses. No, they are. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. In uh, San Juan Capistrano, there's ranches. Um, yeah. Isn't that is, isn't San Juan Capistrano one of those like blue cities? It's like the happiest place on earth. I don't know, man, but sure uh, I wouldn't doubt it. List. I wouldn't doubt it. People are um, chill out there. Yeah, it's like uh, we got a little bit of coast, and then it kind of goes inland, um, but everything's like super green. You know, you'll see animals grazing um, along the hillsides and that sort of thing. That's why you know a lot of people tell us, "Hey, man, you guys picked the out of any place in Orange County to do a barbecue place. San Juan Capistrano is the per- perfect spot for that. You know, just kind of fits into the to the culture." awesome yeah what's the uh, i know almonds are big what's what is there other big agriculture out there um actually we're uh we're walking distance from a farm called the ecology center and they grow you know it's california so things grow pretty much year round there um but uh they seasonal produce they have you know when it's available but um as far as i think there's some honey farmers that are around there really? yeah and uh 
what else do they grow? Strawberries grow a lot. And uh, and right now, there's for some reason, there's a shitload of pumpkins everywhere. I don't know if that has to do with it. I, I think that's Halloween. <laughs> you don't know what? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. Well, when, how far out will this podcast air, Yoni? Uh, it's probably a month out. If it ever. <laughs> if it makes it. If it makes the cut. If it makes the hey, cut. Hey, as long as I don't drop this recorder again, I don't think I'll lose it. <laughs> that's only that's only episode I've... There's like two episodes from places that closed before I could put out the episode. And then there's one episode that I lost at Super Beef. Oh, man. Um, poor, uh, poor Dr. P is still mad at me about that. That sucks. Just interview him again. Yeah, I, I'm going to. But it's just funny. I, he's like, when's that sh- episode coming out? And I was like, hey, remember when those kids ran by and like sent my recorder flying? Yeah, that, that totally corrupted the whole wow. card. That sucks. Yeah, it did suck. I had some audio from the video I took, but it was so bad I couldn't quite clean it up. That's why I put a nicer mic on all my video cameras now, because uh, just in case I need that extra audio. Yeah, for sure. So, you guys know I like to ask, what's your message to the enthusiasts, the people cooking, the, the, the teams, the, whether it's the husband or the wife uh, doing the cooking and the cleaning? What's your message to the people out there that are working hard, working together, you know, trying to be a power couple, just like y'all? Well, I think just patience, um, stay true to yourself, um, believe in yourself. You know, I feel like almost like we stumbled upon all of this, but really my husband's just, we haven't even scratched the surface of all of his tricks and talents and stuff. And he just... um, he has a knack for it and I totally believe in it. Um, a lot of prayer, <laughs> patience, faith, love. You gotta like what you're doing too. Otherwise it does feel more like work, but, um, what do you think, Dan? Yeah, it takes, it definitely takes a special type of person to be, um, in this industry, if you want to call it an industry. Um, but yeah, uh, above all else, I think, uh, you know there's never you can't ever be too proud to ask questions and uh and make friends you know with people from all over there's always going to be somebody out there that knows more than you and that's done it before you so it's always good to uh, have connections and network Mm -hmm. networking is very it's that's one thing that i've uh that i tell everybody all the time get out there you know, you want to do a pop-up at a brewery or something like that. Like we get started, get out there and, and meet some people, mm-hmm. uh, make friends, drink beer, um, talk to the brewers, get to know people who are business people, um, people that will have your back. Successful people are always great to know. Yes. Um, and, you know, most of the time, nine times out of ten, people who are successful are very open to, to talk to you and give you advice. So... We got blessed by so many angels around us that have just offered us, you know, advice that is just, in, we can't even, it's just great. You know, and, a, and a, sometimes I'm guilty of, you know, I have people that reach out to, to us too. And, you know, we, we get so many messages, you know, every day. And, you know, like right now there's there's a bunch of people that are, that are writing us on, on our DMs. And, you know, we just, you know, we're out here, we're doing something and. May, we might we might glance at it and forget about it, but that doesn't mean that that you know we try us again. We're we're here, you know. Any anyway, people that know me know that you know if they have a question, you know I have I have guys that you know even write me and say, hey, you know I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I hope I'm not really bugging you. I know I asked you, you know about this last time, and I you know you can ask me as as many questions as you want. If I have the time, I'll definitely going to answer you back. So. Well, and we're on our way to a Miller Smokehouse, and Dusty Miller is, you know, mm-hmm. a, a really interesting guy who is the same way. You know, if you ask him questions, he'll tell you how to how to restructure your books. I mean, he's a he's a CPA who decided to uh, work in yeah. barbecue, so uh, he he he's gone. I've seen him travel all over the country to help other barbecue places, oh, yeah, other great. people that ask him questions. So. You know, the, the world is open. You just have to have the audacity to say hi and, and shake a hand and 
you know and that's the cool thing is that y'all y'all don't really have any kind of fear of jumping in the scene and that's all it really takes is to just show up and go hey what's up i'm dan i cook barbecue how yeah. do you guys cook it you know right yep. and it's beautiful to watch I, half the fun of uh i mean this trip you kind of know everybody but the last time you were here it was just fun because like as soon as we got someplace you'd already be gone you'd already be <laughs> in the pit room i'd have to like kind of jog behind you just to keep up because you're like like at uh at Brett's, I mean, you're just like in the pit room the moment we got there, and yeah. stayed in the pit room for a week, I think, before that's, you flew home. That's where I want to be, man. Uh, that's the first thing I want to see when I go to a restaurant. You know, I think uh, I think all guys that are really into barbecue can relate to that. And it's you know, you have to be able to be uh, to to you know get out of your comfort zone and and go and try to talk to somebody. You know, and sometimes people will bullshit you, man. You know. And but uh, you know, if you find the right people, they'll they'll help you out for sure. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I think the next time we go to a restaurant, we should just go in the kitchen and see if it works the same way. Try to see <laughs> if we can make friends. Well, it can't stop all of us. Yeah, exactly. that's true. <laughs> make sure you bring a six pack with you. Exactly. Yeah, Eric knows how to talk to chefs, right? Bring beer. Bring beer or bring other things. Start with me. They can't stop us all. What is this, Area 51? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you, guys. We're going to go grab some coffee. We got. I've been seeing these uh, windmill parts going all over town, so someone's building some wind turbines. Yeah. Tesla rocket chips. Oh, yeah? It's a little too skinny for Tesla rockets, I think. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you guys for taking the time. Thank I you, Yoni. Stuck in the car, we love so, you, man. Thank you, know, you for letting us sit here. Hey, they call me the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man. Hit on the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle green to show the hell that like a meat on the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man.